From WKYT Podcast, this is Uniquely Kentucky. I'm your host, Amber Philpott. Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome into Uniquely Kentucky. All right, I have a question for you. How many of you out there have that favorite t-shirt? I mean, the one that is so soft from wearing it a thousand times. How many of you are a sucker for a shirt with a great slogan or throwback image? If you are raising your hand like me, you are not alone. T-shirts, of course, are not a new concept in the clothing world, but perhaps the t-shirt of the day is a bit more thought-provoking and special in some ways depending on where you get it and the reason behind why you bought it. My guest today is Rick Painter. He is someone that I really admire, but I don't know personally. I admire him for his successful business and the kindness that he and his wife show their community through their business. And for that fact, giving back really seems to be more of a drive in their business rather than the bottom line. Rick and Joni Painter are the owners and operators of Shop Local Kentucky, and they are literally spreading joy one t-shirt at a time. Rick, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I feel like I know you because as I just said, as you walked in, I feel like we harass you from the news because many times you have a t-shirt that comes out despite something that's going on maybe in the headlines. And you guys are always so kind to let us come over and showcase that. So I want to say thank you up front for that. Sure, we appreciate it. Talk to me about Shop Local. If people are listening, and my goodness, um, I hope you have a t-shirt from them. But if you don't, tell me about the business and where the concept came from. Sure. So we actually started in our garage six years ago, um, and it actually started as an app. So I worked for the Kentucky Chamber of Commerce and Marketing, and I saw kind of a need for small businesses to get together and learn social media and marketing together. So um, I, my background's in web design and development, and basically I started making an app, and that app was called Shop Local Kentucky. With that, we had the marketing stuff with Instagram and Facebook and whatnot, and um, the app was really supposed to um, connect business owners. So if you're in Paducah and you have an ice cream shop, um, and you're in Pikeville and have an ice cream shop, that the marketing kind of uh, conversations begin and you can help one another out. Um, as things go in life, uh, the app never really took off. But um, we did accrue around 20,000 followers on Instagram quite quickly in the early days of Instagram. So we decided that we would use the platform for good. Um, we connected with a local charity called the Toy Chest Children's Charity. Um, and it really gives back practical needs, socks, underwear, that sort of thing to kids across Kentucky. And we created a shirt with our logo on it, put it online on a kind of rinky-dink website on a Friday morning, and sold out within the first hour. So wow. that was 100 shirts. and. We donated 100% of the proceeds to the toy chest. So my wife and I actually just looked at what that was and said, you know, we might be able to make a living doing this and kind of have a side-by-side -side companionship of, you know, having a business, having a small business in the community, making a living, and also giving back. So that's really where we started. And um, we were in our garage for a couple of years and grew the business from there and moved it to Lexington. And now we're located off of, uh, off of High Street at our warehouse. And we have a store downtown. And also we opened a store in Covington and Bowling Green this last year. You know, if folks watch our news, as I said, many times, whatever is in the headlines, uh, good or bad, you guys find a way to step in and figure out how can I use a T-shirt um, to raise some money, but also sometimes bring some joy to people. So I, I was looking and I thought, gosh, I could probably fill up one of my legal pads with just some of the things that you guys have done recently. But obviously, 
real recent, the Kobe Bryant shirts, mm-hmm. um, the Australia wildfires sure. shirt for that, uh, Marco Shamwell when we lost him, mm-hmm. and then the Harlan Strong shirt for the coal miners, and I could go on and on and on. So tell me about uh, when you guys get that idea. Where does that sense of, first of all, I have a business to run, but also giving back is really important. Where does that come from? Sure. You know, I don't know where it necessarily comes from. Um, I think our first really major campaign was for Hurricane Harvey a few years ago when it hit Texas. And um, we, you know, our customers, it's a two-way conversation for us. A lot of businesses just use Instagram and Facebook to market to their customers and try to sell something. And we really feel like it's a two-way conversation where they let us know what they are interested in and how they're interested. And that was the first time we, we saw, hey, can you guys do something for Hurricane Harvey? And it just, we were inundated, and we didn't know where to begin with that. So um, we put out a shirt, and I think that within the first month or so there, we raised around $75,000 for that cause. And it just, it's kind of snowballed ever since then. And we've had shirts that um, were very difficult. A Marshall County school shooting was a, an extremely difficult time, obviously, for them. But being on the back end of it and having those conversations on the ground in Marshall County and, and understanding the needs of the community and from afar, because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I've never been to Marshall County. It's so far away. Um, that, that's difficult. And so that's what we try to do is really navigate what our customers say is an important cause to them. Um, never did I ever think that we would be doing a Kobe Bryant yellow, purple, and black shirt here in Kentucky. Obviously, everything that we do tends to be a, a certain shade of blue. So um, it, it's different when, when the customers really reach out and say, you know, this cause is important to us. Let's, let's, let's get together and do that. And to their credit, you know, um, we, we do a lot of work, but they always show up. And I think that's a broader conversation about Kentuckians in general that, um, that we found and that we kind of get to see and be part of on the back end is the fact that Kentuckians do show up. They, they, they get behind these causes, whether it be, you know, something that's near to home like the Marshall County school shooting or Australian wildfire relief. So um, it's kind of neat to, to be able to do that, but also run our business together. Isn't it amazing, though, the power of a T-shirt? When you think about a T-shirt, it's so very simple. It's just some fabric. It's just some lettering. It's some ink. But a T-shirt really brings people together for whatever reason. And it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. It's amazing by that. Sure. Yeah, definitely. And that's one of the things, too, about this is a lot of people that we've found over the years don't necessarily know how to donate or know how to give or there's a trust factor of giving to something that maybe perhaps isn't you know forward facing and a t-shirt really is a practical way of not only showing awareness and raising the awareness and people going to Instagram and posting their selfies and things like that but also you know it gives people a way to connect and know that their money's actually going Mm -hmm. to the cause that we say that it's going to it's not um, you know some mystery that you just kind of hope it gets to the right person so um, I think that having that practicality of a T-shirt, you know, not as only really a cool thing, but also kind of one of the things that um, uh, makes us unique. Yeah, and I think especially with with Kobe mm-hmm. and and with that, I think that it hits all of us in a way that w- we may never have met him, seen mm-hmm. him, only watched him on television, but it hits us in a way that we want to do something. Right. And I think probably many of us, until we saw kind of what you guys were doing with the T-shirt, it's like I don't know where could I help, what could I do, right. and a simple t-shirt is is going to go to that foundation now and and do a lot of good work later on right absolutely and that's uh that's the interesting thing is that kentuckians really do care and um you know they they connect with these causes and want to be part of it 
How many t-shirts do you have personally in your collection? I'm thinking a t-shirt guy that makes t-shirts. Is that like all your closet if it's you open it? It's actually not me. I, I'm very basic. I am the guy that wears a shirt without a graphic on yeah. it, you know, every day of the week. But my wife, she has every single shirt that we have ever made. Oh, I love it. A version of it in our drawers. And there's, you know, her uniform is basically our shirt and a pair of Lululemon leggings. That's that's it. So. I love that about I don't even know her, and I love that about her. I've often thought about you guys over there in the warehouse. Uh, do ideas just spawn out of nowhere? Like, I always have an image of you guys out there producing the shirts, and then somebody has this image, and they just yell it out, and you're like, that's good. Let's go with it. it is that it what really happens? It really is that quick. Um, a lot of the stuff, you know, uh, it, I think that a traditional business person would step into our business and go, wow, you guys are super disorganized. <laughs> But I would actually advocate that that's what makes us creative and what moves the process forward is a little bit of chaos. And that's kind of how I work. And that's how my wife works mm -hmm. as well is we kind of just thrive in chaos. And, you know, we've got a great graphic designer that um, that's from L.A. And so the Kobe shirt in particular to him was super sure. important. And, you know, came down to like him and his his brothers got on the phone when it happened and were very, very upset because, you know, this to them is like. The 96 Wildcats. Yes. So, you know, drawing those comparisons, you kind of, as a, a Wildcat fan, go like, okay, I get it. You know, even though we've never been fortunate enough to have an NBA team or anything like that. Rick, you should come visit the newsroom because we call it organized chaos in there. So I think that's what it sounds like. That's it. Uh, I was reading a couple of uh, articles that were written on you guys, and uh, one of them said that you are the chief Kentuckian. Mm -hmm. You are uh, a, a native Kentuckian yes. mm -hmm. from Winchester, right? Correct. Talk mm -hmm. to me about just kind of drawing on your own background here in central Kentucky and, and putting that into the business. Well, um, you know, my wife is from Owensboro, um, which kind of gives us a little bit of flavor into Western Kentucky. We recently got our Western Kentucky license, and so I think that a lot of people here um, don't understand how big WKU is out west, and it's huge um, because we're also focused on the cats, obviously, but um, I think it gives us a nice little balance, the fact that I'm from central Kentucky. A lot of our clientele and a lot of our customers are here based in Lexington and beyond, um, but, you know, we still have, are able to reach in those little pockets of western and eastern Kentucky, especially drawing from our staff. I mean, we have a staff of 25 people right now, and they all, uh, they're from all over the state. So it gives us the ability to really, really um, look at fun things that are important to Kentucky and kind of kitschy to Kentuckians. Um, and the other part is that, you know, a lot of our customer base is outside of Kentucky. They're Kentuckians that are removed. Mm -hmm. So for us, what we want to do is create something that's unique to Kentucky that is um, that gives you kind of the home feel, but also can kind of reach outside of Kentucky to people that live elsewhere. Kitchy is really big right now, isn't it? It is. It is. What is the most, is this even a word, kitschiest thing that you guys have done? Ugh. Is that hard to narrow down? <laughs> you know, we do a lot of stuff based off of um, popular themes, pop culture, things like that. And um, I'm known around the warehouse for uh, uh, Mean Girls. That, that has been our thing. We've had several Mean Girls shirts that have been successful. I would have never successful. guessed that about you, Rick. And, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm like the Mean Girls guy. So I would say that's probably kind of the the, the line that I have and, and be known as kind of kitschy, I guess. That's great. What's been your best-selling T-shirt? Maybe it doesn't necessarily have to be one mm -hmm. that you did for charity, but <clears> is there one that has been like the go-to shirt for people? Um you know, we have several that are uh, just kind of word shirts that say like Rad Kentucky Dad or Bomb Kentucky Mom, things like that. Anything that's matchy-matchy is always a great seller and something that families can wear in their pictures during Christmas and things like that. 
Outside of that, um, you know, we haven't had a University of Kentucky line for two years, mm. and we're getting ready to reintroduce the University of Kentucky products. And those are what we did with that is really go back to the 80s and 90s and look at what was selling then, what was popular, and pull the designs from kind of that era. And um, those have been extremely popular over the years, and we're glad that we're finally bringing them back because, you know, obviously cats are central to everything we do. So Watch out. Your website's going to crash. That, right. that goes crazy. <laughs> you know, small business is so special, and there are so many small businesses. What have you guys found, you know, because it, it is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you guys have found that kind of worked for you, that uh, set you apart, if you will? Not necessarily in the product that you made, but just how you run the business. Um you know, the one thing that we set out and the reason we were in our garage for so long is that we were going to run the company debt-free. And wow. that includes purchasing our warehouse in Lexington, purchasing very expensive screen printing equipment, large ovens, things like that. So we worked, you know, we grinded for a lot of years in order to save the money to be where we're at now and not have the overhead. And I would say that's kind of the precautionary tale of a you know a sinking business right now is taking on so much debt and credit cards and things like that. And so for us, uh, again, the special sauce has really been, you know, operating it debt free. And I'll give my wife the, the total credit of that, 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 you know, she came up with that in the very beginning and said, we're not going to run up credit card bills. We're not going to take out loans. We're going to do, you know, uh, our business and we're going to work hard, you know, 24 seven mm-hmm. in order to get ahead. And, you know, kudos to her because six years later, it's, it's worked and it's given us the ability to now expand our staff and add stores and um, not operate with a ton of stress Mm -hmm. as well which is just as important in my book was it scary venturing out because it's one thing to have the shop here in in lexington and have the warehouse but when you decided to venture out to these Mm -hmm. couple of other uh, locations was it scary yeah, um, you know, for us, you know, our audiences are in Lexington and Louisville. Um, obviously, the big metro areas is kind of tendency where we ship mm-hmm. most of our wares. Um, so we had a store in Louisville um, for a few months. It actually, both of our stores have been ran through by cars. Um, so the uh, Louisville store got condemned, actually, because it was an older building. But um, stepping into Louisville was scary because that's a market that's very large, that we don't know a lot about it when you're from Lexington, even if you've been to Louisville a lot. So when we came time to step into Covington, which is a smaller market, um, a little more spread out, and Bowling Green, which is obviously a very small market, we kind of knew what we were getting into, and it allowed us to really step in there and figure out what has worked so far, and they've done well. It's, it's a, different, um, a, dis- a different way of doing business, and you have to trust your staff from you know, three hours mm-hmm. away and hope that everything's okay, and there's always that daily stress of like, oh, is somebody going to be at the store at 11 to open up and that sort of thing, but I think that that's with anything that you do that you've got to trust people and got to have the right people in place. And we should say, I mean, we've had Shop Local on the news a lot for the T-shirts, <laughs> but we have had you on now a couple of times for those cars. That seems to be a theme with you guys yeah. running right through the building. Right, right. Yeah, we had it happen in Woodland. Uh, somebody texting and driving and came through the building. Um, and, and, you know, fortunately, we've got a great landlord there that mm-hmm. helped us rebuild pretty immediately. With We were back open within a week. 
and then the Louisville store got condemned, unfortunately. But um, you know, uh, it is what it is. You kind of got to laugh a little bit about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. With all of the shirts that you guys have done for charity, has there been that moment where something really stuck out to you that wow, we are we are really doing some good, or something came out of that when you made this shirt, and then that money went to whatever organization? Um, yeah, like I said, Marshall County was very mm-hmm. difficult because we were having conversations with how that funds would be distributed, right. and um, you know. It was around $250,000 at the end of it that paid for hospital bills and funeral expenses and therapy costs for other kids. And then it actually established a scholarship fund in Marshall County as well. And those conversations are difficult. But for us, I think the biggest thing that we try to relay to our staff, but also just kind of have as an eternal thought is this isn't us. This is, we're, we're not the ones raising the money. We're giving someone a practical mm-hmm. way to do so. This is Kentuckians, near and far, and they really step up. And it's, there's not a whole lot of conversations about how, how the good we're doing for the community and things like that. We really think that it's Kentuckians as a whole mm-hmm. and the fortunate um, business of social media that helps as well that, um, that step up to the plate and really knock it out of the park every single mm-hmm. time. Um, small business, it's, it's hard to have advertising dollars and, and to get your name out there. How has social media changed the game for you guys in terms of, I mean, let's face it, all of us find things on Instagram that we didn't know that we needed, but right. once we see them, we know that we need it. And I always think about small business. That's got to be a blessing to you guys to be able to put things out that sure. way and have those followers. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, we've got around half a million followers across all of the platforms, and um, we've been fortunate enough to grow those, but you know, we do spend a lot of money on social advertising. That's our primary channel mm-hmm. of speaking to the customers. And as everybody knows, you know, Facebook posts and Instagram posts don't go quite as near as far as they used to. So, um, you know, social media, our company wouldn't exist without it. It's the internet in general, the state of the internet that we're in anyway, um, has allowed small businesses to thrive. And the interesting thing about it is across the state that we've connected with a lot of boutiques. We used to wholesale our goods and things like that. It's not just us here in Lexington or in Louisville. It's small towns. You've got people, you know, that are set again, Pikeville and Paducah and, and other towns. And they've got a thriving internet business because of the state of the internet that we're in with social media and have a following and things like that. And I just think it's fantastic that entrepreneurship is on the up and up and, and people can make that business from their home and, and, you know, enjoy what they're doing for a living. Yeah. And I love that you guys are trying to partner with some of those small boutiques because I think that those small boutiques are really what have brought some small cities back to life. Sure. Main Street and some downtowns. Cynthiana, I'm from Cynthiana. I have seen that happen with some of those small boutiques. And so I love that you guys try to partner with them and try to, you know, spread the love, if you will. Um, What is next for you guys? I mean, is it going to just stay T-shirts or do you have any idea to Um, branch out? You know, Or do you do what you know? We, we do what we know, and I think we'll always continue to do so. Um, college licensing has opened up a different field for us altogether with Western and Eastern. Now we've got Moorhead State. Um, uh, Northern Kentucky is coming on board. Great. And then, uh, let's see, Murray State, I believe, as well. So um, that, that changes things. But we're also um, one big thing that we get asked is, hey, do you all print custom T-shirts? Do you print for businesses and 5Ks and parades and whatever else? And we haven't up until this point. So we're actually launching kind of a side business that's not Shop Local Kentucky. It's mm-hmm. called Printed with Purpose, and it kind of has a giving oh, heart I as love well. That. And so what we're hoping to do once we secure the right partnerships is, um, you know, if a business comes to us and says, you know, I need 30 shirts for whatever, my ice cream shop, 
we're going to print their shirts for them. It's going to be an affordable printing process and custom prints and mm-hmm. custom designs like people are used to with our, our stuff. But um, we're also going to give back a shirt for every single shirt that we print to a homeless shelter across the United States. So um, we're hoping that that is extremely impactful and gives us you know another space to kind of do some good. Um, also have another small business venture and kind of wrap those things into two. Where does this love come from? I mean, you you have such a heart, and it sounds like your wife has such a heart. I mean, was this kind of instilled in you guys? I mean, did you grew up that way? I mean... You know, not really. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the my wife, um, you know, the, probably the best story about it is that, uh, you know, I lost my job at a very young age uh, in 2009 when kind of the, the, the economy was in the tank a little bit. And um, so we really struggled um, and, and didn't have money, ate ramen noodles, all that kind of stuff for a long time. And um, through that, my wife actually started couponing. That's when the extreme couponing shows were on TV and things like that. I- I just love your wife even more. Right. There are so many things I keep learning about her. <laughs> She's a good gal. So, um, so she actually started a thing called couponing it forward then. And again, we were just like paycheck to paycheck, but she was still had this huge heart for giving back. And what she would do is go out and coupon and, you know, get all this shampoo and craziness and, and hair gel and whatever else she could find. And she was donating it all. Wow. And so that, I think, probably is where it started for us and that we knew we could kind of come together as a couple and, and do well. Do you all ever think about teaching other businesses these things? Because I would think that other small businesses could learn from you guys so much. Not that they're not doing it the right no, way. Right, right. But you guys just have found some kind of niche that's just really working. And it really says a lot about you guys. Um, you know, we have. We've done several different, um, you know, talks and things like that. I'm involved with the um, Kentucky Governor's School for entrepreneurship mm-hmm. every summer and so we go and we tell our story and kind of get to talk to 60 to 70 kids that are really really interested in entrepreneurship and leadership and things like that and so you know passing on that and just giving them really practical advice um, of patience and and hard work uh, I, I don't think they hear that message a lot right now mm-hmm. so um, you know that's probably about the extent of our our teaching right now just trying to keep our head above the water I think about so many people that that have an idea that they want to start a business and they don't know where to get started what do you say to people because you guys really have been obviously very open and honest about you know we started small uh, we were living paycheck to paycheck mm-hmm. kind of thing we want this notion of being debt free what do you say to people that have that idea but they just don't know where to go with it just do mm-hmm. you know I mean that that's the most practical thing is just do don't overthink it um, you know I've wanted to start a podcast for the last two years that's very very similar to this one just mm-hmm. having these kind of business conversations and stuff and I never have and now looking back I go like I should have started if I would have started two years ago I would be x y and z this mm-hmm. far um, so I think that that mentality of just do it even if you don't know what you're doing we had no clue what we were doing printing shirts in our garage. I mean, absolutely no clue. Um, we had no clue how to ship a shirt. Um, we just kind of put it online and did it. And um, that's really what we do on a day-to-day basis. There's a ton of times where we're going like, we don't know if this is going to go well. If it's not going to go well, sometimes it doesn't. And um, and that's fine. You know, that's kind of part of it, living and learning. So, yeah, I would say just just do. Just start today. What does the t-shirt family do for fun when they <laughs> can, you know, get away from making the t-shirts? What do you guys find yourselves doing? We, uh, we are doing? avid travelers, so cool. we really, really enjoy traveling a lot. Um, we go out to Colorado a lot skiing. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my, my home away from home. And then uh, my wife likes to take us to a different weird 
Caribbean island every year. So I think there's nothing weird about that going no. to a different Caribbean no, island. I'll, I'll take it. So <laughs> we're heading to St. Martin here in a few months. And, That's awesome. I'm uh, going to hopefully have some downtime, some relaxing time. Well, Rick, I really appreciate your time. And one of the things that I, I, I sometimes ask, yes, sometimes I don't, but I feel like you're the appropriate guy to ask. You know, I named this podcast Uniquely Kentucky so that I could talk mm-hmm. to folks like you that are just really doing amazing things in the state, making where we already live and work so much better. So what do you think makes Kentucky so unique? Um, you know, I, I don't know what the special sauce is. You know, bourbon, basketball, horses, all the full nine, the, the, the stereotypical mm-hmm. Kentucky stuff. But, you know, I think that the, the people of Kentucky, um, you know, I, I don't think you would see, like, shop local Delaware. Nothing against Delaware. Right. But I think that we just have a, an intense pride about being Kentuckians and what that means, whether that be fried chicken or... Um, bourbon, you know, those things we take to heart and um, we take pretty seriously. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that, that 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 kind of sets us apart really from from a state that may not have as much state pride. Mm. Any any idea to date how much money you guys have been able to donate? Uh, we've raised in the last three years alone um, over half a million dollars to wow. different causes. Wow. And that says a lot, not only about you guys, but Kentuckians. Exactly. I mean, that is all Kentuckians. Well, Tell people if, if gosh, if they don't know anything about Shop Local, <laughs> how do they find you guys? Um, and basically online. So we are at the kyshop.com. Um, you can find us just by Googling Shop Local Kentucky or hitting us on Instagram at Shop Local KY um, or Facebook. So we're, we're pretty, pretty easy to find online. You are. Well, Rick, and please tell Joni that I wish she could have been here, but uh, Rick and Joni Painter, Shop Local Kentucky, uh, they are in the t-shirt business. But man, they are in the business of giving back and uh, filling a lot of hearts around our state and beyond. So, Rick, thank you all so much Absolutely. for thank what you for you're doing. Uh, thank you for watching to another uh, watching, listening to another edition of Uniquely Kentucky. Until next time, I'll see you on the news on WKYT.